Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Holistic Happy and Healthy Podcast. My name is Deanna Deacon, and I'm your host for this journey to live a lifestyle that creates happiness and health in your everyday life. This is the place for the conscious woman seeking balance in her food, her fitness, her fun, and her relationships. As a certified holistic health coach, a body positive advocate, wellness warrior, and founder of the Soulful Sisterhood, I am honored to have you here with me. Together, we will hear from wellness experts, lifestyle gurus, and amazing entrepreneurs who are going to guide us along this journey to live a lifestyle that is holistic, happy, and healthy, just the way we've been seeking. Let's get started, shall we? I'm really glad that you're here because I have a really amazing episode in store for you. For this episode, I was joined with my very dear friend, Elizabeth Beads, and the two of us got pretty real and shared some interesting stories of our lives and kind of our struggle and journey towards really being able to speak our true authentic voice. Uh, Our topic today is something that I'm sure affects a lot of you, whether or not now or it has in the past, and it's the difference between having confidence, and having courage to show up and be exactly who you are. So have a listen, soak it all in, and ask yourself, how can I show up and be more courageous in my life today? Hello everyone, you are joined today with Deanna Deacon and Elizabeth Beads, and today we're talking about courage versus confidence. Thank you for joining us. I'm so excited, Deanna, to have this conversation with you. It's been a long time in coming, and um, I think that the topic we're talking about is perfect. So I would love to be able to start this off with the story of how this topic came up. Is that cool? That's beautiful. I think you definitely should. Yes. So a little bit of background on me. I am a fairly sensitive, kind of shy person, but most people don't know that about me. It's uh, just... Some, it's just part of who I am is that I think a lot and I am aware of a lot of things. So I'm also, you could say, like a, a bit intuitive and that can turn itself inwards. So I become a little bit too sensitive or too aware, or too like hyper self-sensitive. And so I question everything that I do. And I've actually lived my life with a lack of self-confidence. And it's something and I've been in the self-development arena and self-awareness stuff for over 20 years, like I've been really like diving in and searching because I am a seeker. The whole time I've been hoping for confidence. You know, when you write affirmations or when you hope for ways that you can be, I'm like, I just wish I could be more confident and praying for confidence. And um, something changed recently, just a few days ago, and that's how this topic came up. And that is, I was writing and I have been writing every morning um, gratitude and things that I'm celebrating and ways that I want to feel and ways that are are coming up in me that I'm enjoying feeling. So I was writing and I usually end up writing the word confident because it's something I want to bring more of in my life because I feel that I lack it. And my pen stopped as I was just about to write the word confident Um, because I've been also thinking about how can I feel more real and more authentic. And so I was going to write the word confident and that did not feel authentic to me. And I realized it's not. I'm not confident. (laughs) So it was like a revelation of, oh, I'm not confident. And the only thing that I could write to replace that was courageous. And everything just stopped in that moment. Oh, I don't need to be confident. 
I don't need to be something that I'm not. I don't need to try to feel something that I don't. I don't need to look at other people and go, oh, they're so confident. I wish I could be like that because then I could really do this thing in my business or whatever. It's maybe all I need to do is have courage. And with the courage, then I can do the things that I want to do. But I can still feel completely scared and completely crazy and completely like in my head and thinking too much and still and I'm yet I'm courageous and I can still do those things and that's what happened and I wrote the word courage and since then for the past few days I've been feeling fear and it's that thing feel the fear and do it anyway I've been feeling fear and doing things anyway and it feels like I'm honoring myself more so that's how I got here that's how I realized my realization of being courageous is all I need I don't actually need confidence and maybe somehow there, there'll be a string of confidence that actually comes through to me. But what I need is courage. And that's the topic of today is courage. The difference between courage versus confidence. And it's different for everybody. It's going to be different for me. It's going to be different for Deanna. And we're opening up this conversation. So thanks for listening. And I would love to hear your journey with that, Deanna. Mm, I think that's really beautiful. And I, we talked about this the other day, and I'm glad we're talking about it again, because I think it's a, a silent piece that affects a lot of people. A lot of people believe that they need to be confident to put themselves out there in the world to showcase their thoughts, their beliefs, their feelings for things. And, and, and you're right, maybe it's not the confidence that they need. It's simply the courage to be real and be who they are. The courage to understand that they have drawbacks and they have faults, but those are beautiful and that's what allows them to be a whole being. And by actually acknowledging those and honoring them and having the courage to do so, it actually leads to that essence of confidence because it doesn't matter what people think anymore. You don't need to show up as a specific type of person. You don't need to stand, you know, looking a specific way in order to gain what it is that you're trying to gain from the people that you're interacting with. It's more about going deep going deep inside yourself, going into your own soul and understanding what is it that needs to come out right now and having the courage to actually honor that and act on it. I think that is so beautiful. And you're right. There's no, there's no need to feel as though those faults that we have are actual faults. They're just, they're just parts of us. They're parts of our being. They're parts of our makeup. And they're there for a reason. Different situations have happened in the past and we have created this personality that supports us, that allows us to be the person that we are. So when you were trying to write down confident, I want to feel confident, I want to feel confident, that was your intuition saying, "Uh uh-uh, honey, everything that you have right now is perfect. You just need to have the courage to see that yourself. And now you do. And I'm so happy for you, Elizabeth. I think that is just absolutely beautiful and so wonderful. Thank you for sharing that story. Thank you. It feels nice to hear you saying that you hear it and that you feel that and that you know that as well. And it's, I love what you said. It felt felt like it's a sneaky back door into confidence, right? It's not the pushing or forcing, but it's that confidence that comes in actually believing in ourselves or putting ourselves forward or not believing in ourselves and still putting ourselves forward. Yes, completely. And I think that on this entrepreneurial journey, especially one where you are, in a sense, in the limelight a lot, a lot of people, for me at least, a lot of people believe that I'm very brave and I'm very confident. And 
I am to a certain degree, but I'm also, I have a lot of insecurities at the same time. I'm still working through my own stuff, trying to figure out how I can show up as the most authentic human being that I can. And in that process, a lot of things come up. And so I am continuously uncovering different layers of myself. And due to that, it can create some insecurities. So just because I'm putting myself out there on video, you know, how often that I am and putting myself out to the Facebook world and my website and everyone who's following doesn't necessarily mean that I have complete confidence. And it's a disservice for other people, for for us to give to other people if they believe that we are incredibly confident. Because there's some rooms that I walk into and I don't feel like I'm on top of the world. I don't feel like I'm fully in my power. Because like you, Elizabeth, I'm incredibly affected by other people's energy. As an empath, everything is flowing through me on a regular basis and it's it can be really overwhelming. And when I'm in that state of overwhelm, I'm generally not standing in my power. And if I'm not standing in my power, then I can't, I can't feel confident. And that's okay. It's all just a part of it. It's a part of me growing. It's a part of me rising up and expanding myself and expanding my consciousness. But to have the courage to be in that room with individuals who maybe I don't feel incredibly powerful around and to still be true and authentic to who I am to still stand up for my beliefs, to still put my hand up and and ask my questions or put my foot down if someone is saying something that I feel is completely wrong or against my beliefs. That is being courageous. And you don't need confidence for that. It comes right from the heart. Mm, And it's the most connecting thing, like to to know that you're feeling those nerves and you're doing such amazing work with putting yourself out there on Facebook and everything. But to know that, that's the most connecting thing that anybody could experience is to have somebody look them in the eye whether you're a speaker standing in front of a group of people or you're sitting down for tea with a friend and to look somebody in the eye and say I'm nervous I'm scared or I'm afraid that's that to me that's courage and that is connecting and that is what we need more of I agree that can be one of the most healing things that you can do I remember years ago working in an office and I would I would go to work and, and I would be grumpy and I would be kind of pissed off and I would be you know not in a good place and I'd show up knowing that I needed to be on top of my game that I needed to be that person that they're used to that Deanna that normally shows up and one of the most freeing things I have ever done was simply said to my coworkers at that time I'm not okay today I'm not okay. I'm not in that place. I do not feel well. This is whether I tell them what's going on or not, but just I'm not okay. And just by saying that, it's like that idea of you just you just release all of the expectations and you in that moment get to become authentically you. You get to be real. You get to show up as who you are, whether you're feeling crappy or great. And and people are receptive to that. And I think that's the most beautiful thing. Like you're saying, it's connectivity. It allows others to say, oh, yeah, yeah I had one of those days last week. And, yeah. and immediately you have this companionship in this community. It's so beautiful. It's all just coming from your heart. It really when it is. comes from your heart. It's perfect. Yeah. Intimacy it comes to mind. And it's, you and I experienced this in our friendship, actually. It's, I think there was a day that we had a meeting because we are awesome and we mastermind together. But we had this <laughs> meeting and um, I didn't feel like it. And I was feeling sick and I was feeling tired. And I was just like, I was off. I it was feeling emotional. And I was going to send you a message and say, I can't do it. But instead, I had enough courage to get on the line with you and say, I'm here for this meeting, but I feel like crap. And you said the same thing. You said, actually, I've been feeling. So it was like permission for us to not be on all the time, even if it was for an important meeting, 
And then we showed up in a deeper way than we ever had before. And our friendship and our work relationship completely deepened. Like it transformed that day. And now like I'm free to be me with you because I had the courage to be honest. That's a huge thing. It, it is absolutely huge. And I remember that moment because I, yeah, I was laying in bed and I very easily could have said to you, I'm not well, I'm not coming to our call. I apologize. But no, we decided, we said, you know, we'll do a short one. We'll just see how this feels. We'll give ourselves this time just to connect. And I remember we ended up being on the call for an hour and a half because we were just, we were just so real. It was just so authentic. There was no expectation because we got rid of that as soon as that moment came when we said, this is where I'm at. This is how I'm feeling. And, and having the courage to do so, having the courage to, to feel that that was a safe place to be able to share that information, that just allows you to evolve yourself. That just allows you to have those types of relationships and communication with individuals that fills you up, that fills your heart. Yeah, it fills you up. And I love that you say that because I was just thinking that it's draining to always be on. It is so exhausting. And I'm that kind of person. Like I am a somebody who likes to, everybody to be happy. And I organize a lot of things. And so I like to take care of everybody and make everything good. And it's like, where do I get to be uh, authentic and real if I'm not feeling great? Or if I have something else that I'm dealing with or something that's on my mind and the only thing that would make me keep it in is the lack of courage to speak up. And then I would be running at a level of uh, exhaustion because I'm not being real. And so it takes a lot of courage to stand up and be real. And it, it is way more energizing, way more, vi gives you so much more vitality. Like when we've had conversations and I have been completely real and authentic, I am buzzed for the rest of the day and I get so much work done. That is so true. I can, I can completely relate to that. I agree. And in whatever the situation may be, like you're saying, it could be just sitting having a cup of tea with a friend. But when, you, when you're truly authentic and when you're real with that person, you get energy from it because you're connecting into yourself, because you're not putting a face on, because you're not trying to be a certain person. You're not just trying to be there for them or you're not pretending that nothing's going on in your relationship. And the fact is you invited them over to actually discuss it. You know, like you actually allow yourself to be real. And the thing that I find too is when I show up and I say, hey, this is where I'm at. I'm not okay. Nope. Don't want to talk about it. I just need you to know. I then generally don't need to talk about it. I simply needed to give myself that, that acceptance that it's okay where I'm at right now, that it's okay that I don't feel on top of the world. It's okay that I'm not on like I normally am. And people are so receptive to it. And and especially if you are the type of person like Elizabeth or myself who is always on, who always has a smile on their face, wants everyone to feel happy and be a part of things and, and enjoying themselves. People respect it when you're true. People respect it when you're honest because they're like, oh, finally. <laughs> when I, you know, I was wondering when you were going to have a little bit of a down day. And, and it allows them to feel more connected to you and like they actually know more about you and they get to see a different dimension of, of your personality and who you are and that that is a beautiful gift to give to somebody yeah that truly is and I was just thinking about how confidence and everybody might have a different opinion about this that's fine but I have to be courageous enough to say this but the, to me trying to be confident for so long was almost like trying to cover up who I really am and that's connected to everything that we're talking about is that if you're covering up who you really are and you're not being authentic, the tiring training, nobody can really know you. So this 
breakthrough of just realizing that all we need is a little bit of courage and we don't have to live these I'm always strong I'm always confident lives is the biggest feeling of release and freedom and relaxation that I could imagine Oh, I agree. One of the words that are my core desired feelings is fluidity. And in my body, in my lifestyle, in my mind, in my emotions, I want everything constantly to feel fluid. And if it doesn't feel fluid, I know that I need to do something to bring myself back into balance. And what I just thought of there is this idea of of being honest and real with everyone around you and even just with yourself allows you to have that sense of fluidity because you now you're not rigid. You don't have to prescribe to this idea that you need to be a specific person. You don't always have to be the hero or the savior for your friend or your partner or your children or whatever it might be. By showing them who you actually are, you get to feel more fluid in your life and you get to allow them to support you. And isn't that, isn't that wonderful? Doesn't it feel good when someone comes to you and asks, asks for some sort of support or asks for your opinion or, or, or whatever it might be, you feel valued and that you can be there for that person. It so all comes when down you, to feelings. It does. It completely comes down to feelings because when you when you offer that to someone else, they now get to feel more connected to you. They now get to feel as though they are offering something to you. And you get to receive. You get to be in receptive mode. I mean, that feels pretty damn good. <laughs> it's true. You mentioned core desired feelings. That's a Daniel Laporte thing, right? Yes. Yeah, that's from Danielle Laporte's Desire Map. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's beautiful. Um, I, I did it years and years ago, and it's still stuck with me to this day. Fluidity is, is definitely one of my top core desired feelings. It's something that I want to feel in every experience that I have, whether it's with my business, my relationship with my partner, uh, going out for a walk outside, going to a yoga class, what I'm eating, everything. I get to decide before I do it, before I think it, before I say it, is this going to allow me to feel fluid? So do you actually take the time to check that out in yourself when you've got decisions to make or things that you're going to do? You stop and and think about that? I try. <laughs> I do it as often as I can. I, I do catch myself uh, jumping back and forth. And, and sometimes I will react emotionally to something without checking with myself. I'm just getting much better at coming back to that place and saying, oh, that was interesting that I responded that way. How can I how can I look at this from a different point of view? How can I see where I can create more fluidity? And to be honest, when it comes to relationships and communication, it almost always is how can I take ownership of what I've just done? And even if it's, you know, my partner comes home from work and I'm busy and I don't I don't acknowledge his presence when he comes in the door. He doesn't have to say anything to me about that, but that now allows me to feel less fluid because I don't feel as connected to him and I didn't act, I didn't acknowledge his presence that's not that's not fair and that's not the way that I want to live my life so I am getting very good at going oh okay hang on Deanna let's get it together here and I check in with myself and ask what do I need in order to feel more fluid and almost always when it comes to relationships it's a gentle soft apology and just bringing myself back into that present moment Oh, the gifts of the conscious life, like every, every, even the simplest small things when your partner gets home, what you do or how you feel with a friend. And that is, it's the self-examined life, like the things that we look into and how do I want to feel? We're not just on autopilot. We're not just robots. We are feeling beings. And so if you take the time to stop and, and check into that, I like that. I like that a lot. Well, and I think it, it has to do with what you just said in the very beginning as well as when you were writing down, how do I want to feel? You were conscious and aware enough of yourself to acknowledge that 
being confident was not how you wanted to feel because being confident meant that you couldn't feel insecure, that you couldn't feel unsure, that you couldn't feel anxious or nervous. It meant that those were bad and that's not the case. And so self-examining is a beautiful tool to use, but self-examining through the eyes of love and compassion, acknowledging that it's okay to not maybe feel or do or be the way that you see everyone on Facebook or on, on YouTube or wherever it is that you're watching your, your mentors and your leaders, acknowledging that it's about checking in with you as a person, as a human being, as an individual soul. Mm, yes. Sometimes when we are in the self-examining world and I don't know what it is, like some people are just born into it and some people, some people do it, some people don't. I'm one of those people that does. We tend to be sensitive people. Um, but when we self-examine too much, we can get into that feeling of like, well, I don't want to be, like you said, I don't want to be nervous or shy or scared. And that's what one thing that I've been thinking, I don't want to be those things that I'm feeling because sometimes the feelings are difficult or even I don't want to be angry or whatever it is. But the true self-examining is, and it's okay. Like here's all, here are all these feelings that are running through this person, this ego, this me, and they're all okay. And that moment, like that moment of saying, I just want to be courageous was the biggest act of self-acceptance that I've had in a long time because the courage was to accept myself for all those feelings. It's exactly, you nailed it when you said it. It's exactly what I was feeling. Oh, oh, that just really touched my heart. Um, I recently was at was at the Victoria Yoga Conference and saw Danielle Laporte live. And one of the things that she said continuously throughout her speech was obviously something she wanted us to take home was self-acceptance is the highest form of self-love. When you can truly accept yourself, accept your faults, accept your flaws, accept your past, accept where you're at right now, that is pure, true, authentic self-love. Oh, I love it. And self-acceptance doesn't mean I'll accept myself when I lose this weight or when I get this money or when I get that apartment or when, when, when. Self-acceptance means right now. Even oh. sometimes we think all oh, these faults that I have, I just have to accept them. But even then, it's, it's not even seeing them as faults. It's seeing those things as oh, that's what makes me uniquely me. Yes, completely. And, and it, that made me think, actually, my, my partner, my beautiful man, Luke, um, is, is quite quirky. And he has a lot of unique char- characteristics about him. And one of the, my favorite things that he does, and sorry, Luke, for sharing this with the world, but one of my favorite things <laughs> that he does is he dances in the kitchen. And he just, just randomly starts shaking his booty or shaking his hips or moving his shoulders. And, and it's just so quirky. And I can see how if he was in a self-defeating mindset, he might think, that's weird that I do that. Why do I do that? What is what is that there for? You know, that's not masculine. That's not manly, whatever it might be. But if he could see it through my eyes, he would see the absolute pure love and joy that I see when he when he allows himself to be so free and to be himself. It it makes me feel special that I get to see him with these with these beautiful unique qualities that nobody else possesses and not many other people know or see that makes me feel valued and loved and cherished and and like I'm actually that person in his life. Oh, I love quirky. I'm a huge fan of quirk. <laughs> 
because oh, it's, yeah. it's what we all do when we're alone or when we're home with just our partner, like those super weird, awesome, fun, and we're fully self-expressed. We're just fully us. We're dancing in the kitchen or doing like, <laughs> we do the weirdest stuff when we're alone, right? But that's the quirky, fun, real you. Yes, completely. And you know, I found something actually. I, about a year, just over a year ago, I actually stopped drinking alcohol. And um, I wasn't drinking a lot of it, but it, it was quite a social thing. Whenever I was social, I would have a couple drinks. And I noticed that my unique quirkiness became hidden by the alcohol. And I would need a certain a certain amount of alcohol to allow me to then bring out my, my um, intoxicated funny Deanna in a sense in the social setting and I remember I was at this this little house party once with a bunch of really wonderful people everyone else was drinking and I had chosen not to and at this time it was it was very new for me and it was a bit a bit uncomfortable to be the only one who wasn't drinking by choice well there was this gentleman there that I had not met, met before I don't even remember his name and he was hilarious he was his jokes were top-notch he was on it he was just in such a good place and I remember at the end of that night he came up to me and he gave me a hug to say goodbye and he said you are a hilarious girl and I remember thinking wow this hilarious guy gave me such a beautiful compliment and it's because I was able to be authentically and courageously me. I showcased all of my unique quirks and, and bizarre experiences and my funny one-liners that were just coming to me and it was received well and it was accepted and I got to be fully in my element and I got to feel fully in my power because I was being real and honest with who I am. That is such a cool confirmation like okay I'm not going to drink but I'm going to go in a social situation and then you were just free and confirmed by somebody who you thought was great I love that oh it was so great yeah that was a that was a great ego boost <laughs> <laughs> quirkiness makes me think of kids like I have nieces and nephew and I've worked with children in the past and I I love kids for that is they are just they are quirky they are 100% themselves and they don't need anything in order to be that and it's only life and time that actually stops that like children are just free and they, I'm thinking about this too. Kids don't think, I want to be more confident. <laughs> I want to be more <laughs> courageous. They just are. And we're, but we're conditioned. So it's like in, in order to come back to our natural, quirky, courageous kid selves, we just have to ask for that little bit of courage to like dance when nobody else is dancing, uh, sing out loud in the car with somebody you don't know, or to you know, say hi to somebody or look somebody in the eye, whatever these things are that would be a really natural human thing that we actually stop because we lose confidence or we lose, we lose our quirk, we lose our natural ability to just be. We just have to bring that back and it takes a little bit of courage. Mm, it took courage for you to not drink that night. It did, it did. And, and the results that I received from that were beautiful. And, and I remember them to this day enough to tell them as a story. So uh, it was it was quite impactful for me. And, and you're right, it came from, it just came from having that courage in myself and not I didn't need the confidence. I didn't need to be able to show up as this specific human being. I simply needed the courage to be honest and real with who I am and, and, and how I am. Yeah, so important. And I love how you are. You show up and, and that's... Thank you. Yeah. That actually, um, when you were talking about that, it made me think one of the best ways to start practicing this self-acceptance and this self-love and, and uh, releasing your quirks in a sense or allowing them to be more visible, more seen is to examine your relationships. 
What relationships do you have that allow you to be truly, fully, honestly yourself? Because I know a lot of us have relationships where we, you know, it's a social setting or it's an acquaintance or it's someone through work or whatever it might be. And chances are you might be changing the way you're saying things or you maybe you change your mind about what you want to do or whatever it might be when this person is around. So start taking a look at your relationships and find a relationship where you feel truly open, where you feel really honest and you feel really authentic and, and look at that relationship and think, wow, what is that relationship bringing to me? How good do I feel when I leave that relationship or that have spending time with that individual? And if you feel good, if you feel energized, as Elizabeth was saying earlier, pay attention to that and spend more time with that person or find more people like that person or, or put more of your energy into those types of relationships that allow you to be more of who you are and allow you to be more energized and filled up. I've been listening to Marianne Williamson for the past week and she said something that's exactly this it's show up where are you showing like you know people might say oh this relationship isn't giving me what I want but it's like how about what are you giving like are you showing up and that's when we have courage we can show up and be our real selves and you can change everything by doing that by finding those people who you feel absolutely free and safe to be your real you and then just show up and it's amazing what can happen oh that is so true just show up when it comes down to it that's kind of the that that's kind of the key of this entire podcast right now is just show up yeah and it takes courage it doesn't take it does take courage it doesn't take confidence it takes courage (laughs) because it does it takes so much courage to show up and that's why we started this that's why we said, let's record today. It's because I've wanted to do this, you've wanted to do this for a long time to connect with each other and to connect with people. But what has stopped me is just the lack of courage. I thought it was confidence, but it's not. It's just a lack of courage. Um, so it takes a lot of courage to do this, to show up. It does. And congratulations for finding your courage to actually show up today and to be here so that we can be doing this together and sharing our voices and sharing our thoughts and experiences with the world. It feels good. Yeah, that's what we need more of and what we need more of as women as well to support and uplift each other courageously um, in what we do in our businesses and in our personal lives. I agree. It's not about being confident. It's not about looking a certain way or walking into a room feeling almost arrogant or like you can you can take anyone you can control any situation it's not about that sense of confidence it's about the courage to be authentic and if you can show up in a room especially a room of other women and you can be in your own authentic power people will be drawn to you. They will not understand why, unless they're very conscious, but they will be drawn to you. You will be radiating out this 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 bliss, this beauty, this love, and, and that's what the world needs more of, is yeah. people radiating out what is coming from their soul, what is coming from their heart, just being so honest and open and real. Yeah, because everybody can pick up on everything uh, subconsciously. So if you're, if you're hiding... If you're not being your true self or if you're not having the courage to say what you need to say in a certain situation, everybody knows on some level. And it's the same with in situations where you're not saying something that needs to be said that could be perceived as difficult. But it's also those wonderful situations where it's like you're radiating because you're living in courage and confidence and truth. 
Yeah. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm. I'm feeling very courageous right now. Feeling very <laughs> strong and empowered and confident. I feel great right now just by being able to share a piece of me, a piece of the real, honest Deanna. Yeah, and that's all it needs to be. Is it doesn't need to be some well thought out, perfectly planned, scripted anything. Whether it's something you're putting out here, like what we're talking about, or whether it's even a speech or a talk that you do. The, the ones where we connect the most are when we're just courageous enough to be real. Ah, good conversation. It was a beautiful <laughs> conversation. I really like this topic. I think it's really important for, for everybody to understand that it's not about having that confidence. It's not about showing off your peacock feathers. It's about having the courage maybe to show your feathers before they're colorful. Mm, so true. Show your feathers before they're colorful. I've heard it said too. If I mean for business stuff, if you if you're what you're putting out looks too good, you've waited too long. <laughs> so, That's so true. <laughs> show your feathers before they are colorful. Show yourself before you're perfect. I think that that that, that could be a wrap. <laughs> that could be a great conversation. And um, let's uh, let's wrap it up. That sounds wonderful. I loved it. Thank you so much for joining me on the Holistic Happy and Healthy podcast. It means so much to me that you take time out of your day to share with me on this journey. It really lifts me up and lights up my heart to know that we can come together in the sense of community to truly support each other, lift each other up and elevate our lives. For more information about holistic health coaching, you can come find me at vitalitypure.com. And if you want to join our soulful sisterhood, just visit us at soulfulsisterhood.com. Sisterhood.com.